Mist Cues is recorded on the traditional and unceded territory of the Katesi, Kwantlen, Lumi, Tsuwasan, and Wasanich peoples, and also in the Treaty 7 territory, the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy, Tanaha, Miti, and Sutina peoples. podcast where we talk about theater and have some drinks. I'm one of your hosts, Kate Stadel. I'm another one of your hosts, Thomas Gage. What are you drinking today, Tom? Well, Miss? I am drinking the same thing as last time, JD. Nice. Well, I thought I would go out and pick up the, it's St. Patrick's Day, by the oh. way. So I picked up the most St. Patrick's Day thing I could find, and that was pre-mixed Canadian club and ginger ale in a can. damn it. <laughs> Jeez. I did realize that I did, um, I don't know why, I was browsing something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was looking for a new episode that we released this morning Hello. on the Apple Podcasts, and uh, I, I noticed that we had a review, and the review was asking us to... Uh, was saying, hey, I love your podcast. It'd be great for you guys to talk about your drinks more. Was it from Fred? It was <laughs> yeah. probably from Fred. <laughs> uh, it definitely was from Fred. Yeah, Fred, uh, Fred's the only one who puts comments in. So let me talk about my drink. Oh, let's. what's the smooth finish and aftertaste and it's how does it go an aroma. Down? Where does it hit that you That reminds the me of when I was 17. Just kidding, I didn't drink Jack Daniels when I was 17. <laughs> that reminds me of... When America was 17. <laughs> it's nice and smoky and oak-filled. And it smells like a like a like a like a steak that you want to have slathered in barbecue sauce alongside with this and you just want to lick your fingers. Uh, okay, great. So that's the smell. Okay, now the taste. Yeah, it tastes like JD. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's like never how I would describe JD in my life. Like JD? Yeah. I think you did it wrong. Wait, the smell? <laughs> you thought I did the smell wrong? Yeah. How would you do Okay, all right. You drink a JD. It smells drink an imaginary. like hardcore 80s metal <laughs> rock and roll. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. It like, smells, it smells like, like, um, like smashing a bottle on a wall after a wicked guitar lick. That's what it smells uh, like. It's, it smells like an 80s black and white photograph of a rock star at a piano with a cigarette dangling out of his fingers. You can't tell if he's thinking about his song that he's writing or if he's passed out drunk. It smells like shag carpet in an old hotel room because it's covered in JD because of a big wicked ass party. (laughs) Good one, Kate. Smells like cigarette ash and coffee. 
said that's the coffee that I had this morning and not the JD that I'm having right now. I love JD. I love JD. I, like, JD is I feel like, like we're giving it a really good sell right now. Are we? Yeah. Like, I want to just like I want to rub some JD on on like some pork belly that's oh, like yeah. that's roasting. And I then, just want to put JD put on that all in the of my pork food. Back. Yeah, anything. With some yeah. JD soaked wood mm. chips. All right. Well, there you go, Fred. There's also there's a there's a place in Vancouver <laughs> that serves pancakes with JD uh, syrup, and apparently it's syrup. Yeah, that, that would be pretty good. It's awesome, and uh, it was on that I'm, diners, drive-ins, and dive show. Oh, is it is it like the wet red wagon? Red wagon. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The other JD that I really like is the Tennessee Honey. Uh, that's actually the 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 liquor that got me into liquor. Really. Yeah, we just have it with some uh, ginger ale. Holy shit! You gotta buy the buy the smoky ginger ale by Fever Tree. So good with rye, like so good. Also, that like expensive JD that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one gentleman's Jack. The gentleman, yeah. That one's good. It is worth the Uh, extra money, but I'm too cheap to buy it all the time. That's so. That's our drink (laughs) section. Fucking. There you go, Fred. Do you have a game? You had a game you wanted to play. So every now and then. Every episode, we come up with a game that nobody understands, including us. And that's the fun of the game. That is literally the game. It's us working through this game. <laughs> and uh, Kate has a new one. I'm well, very I excited did. to play. I kind of felt like us describing Jack Daniels was a really good game. <laughs> that was a fun game. It <laughs> was like an improv uh, game. Yeah, that was improv. We're terrible at improv, uh, if anybody well, is keeping okay, score. Well, okay, like I thought of this game, but then I actually didn't think of any answers to it, so I thought we could, hmm. we'll try it, and then I'll just cut it out later. Good game. Um, it was, uh, name something, name like a, a mundane task that you're really bad at, that like most people can do. For example, folding fitted sheets. Yeah, but nobody can do those. I know, right? My Auntie Sue think, can like, do it. She's in, she, My Auntie Sue, she's so good at it, and it makes me angry. Uh, I then told you that would include everything for me. It's true. <laughs> All right, well, well that's cool. That game that's didn't a work. Good game. No, we're going to cut that out. That was stupid. Okay. No, that was a great game. Sometimes I think of games uh, and I put it in Slack just so that I remember about the game and then I try and think of answers, but I actually never did that this time. What's something, okay, what's something you're good at? that other people like hate doing or suck at. Is that another one? I like doing taxes. Is that weird? That's kind of weird. Yeah, that's weird. I yeah, like filling weird. out the, the, the form on TurboTax. <laughs> I enjoy it. It asks you little questions as you go. You try uh, and then it like gives you this little counter that. in the top left corner uh, and it's like, you're saving like this much. And I'm like, yay, it's like a game. Okay, but that's because you're saving. Yeah. Every time I enter something, it goes up. Oh yeah, well, whenever I, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. It's not fun. This last two years I've been good because I had like a lot of stuff to claim, but we'll see about this year. This game sucks. Let's move on. Like things that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, my skill set is fairly niche. So what do you mean? Like acting and PR? No, not acting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't count the acting. Yeah, no, like the SEO stuff. Oh, not yeah. A lot of people know about SEO. That's fun. I like that. That's something you're good at that no one even understands what the fuck it is half yeah, the time. But people know enough about it that like they know it's important. We just don't know how to yeah, do it. Yeah. I still don't and really the, know. And the secret and the secret is that it's really easy. 
You just don't tell people that. Maybe you just, just make like, it sound maybe all people who are good at SEO are just bad at explaining it because I feel no, like no, no. I feel like you've explained it to me like seven hundred times, and I'm still like, can can you just do it for me? <laughs> we just make it sound complicated, so that oh. it sounds like we're really skilled. That's oh, that's how you up your salary. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. This is the thing with theater, right? We were talked about. We talked about this with the value thing last year, last uh, last episode. And I, I've been thinking about this, okay? This is such a great tie-in. Um, you, you know, like, in uh, when you have a talk back, what's the number one question you get? Like, how do you memorize all the lines? Yeah. But that actually never you happens. How, Not anymore. Or does question? it? Does it happen all no, the time I, now? Oh, I, I, that's all I get. Oh, that's okay. all I ever get. Oh, okay. Okay. For, for a long time, I was upset about that question because I thought, like, there's so much more interesting things happening behind the scenes that we could talk about then right. how do you memorize the, the lines but then i realized that's actually like the magic trick right um. like that's actually one of the things that people find really impressive about theater is the memory the memory thing it's it's a, it's one of those, it's like SEO, once you do it, you realize, oh, there's actually not much to it. Like we as human beings are actually really good at remembering things mm-hmm. and it happens a lot easier than people think. Mm-hmm. But it's this thing that we're, first of all, it is, people find it impressive. Mm-hmm. They find it intimidating. Like that's what they, it's almost what they go and see, right? Like it's like, oh, is this person going to fall off the building? Oh, is this person going to like forget their lines and what happens if they do, right? Like there's, there's that thrill and we kind of forget about it as actors that uh, there is like a magic trick happening there where, where we are demonstrating our, our superior memories, uh, memory skills. And, and the other thing is we do sit down and do it. Like we do sit down and work on our lines, mm-hmm. which is a lot more attention to a cert, a specific thing than anybody nowadays gives anything. Right. So there is like a wonder aspect of it that we that we shrug off a little too easily. Right. And then there is an actual skill set part of it as well that we just also shrug off, right? Like we just think like, oh, obviously we're gonna memorize our lines. Yeah. But no, like you're actually doing something that people find he- intimidating. You're like, wa- you're walking a tightrope and people are wondering if you're gonna fall. Yeah. And you're, you're the, the, the way that you're doing it, the way that you're preparing for that is more discipline than people generally have in their day-to-day so anyway i thought like uh, like uh, about a month or two ago i was like we should stop like being like ah memorizing lines it's fine it just happens and just be like yeah i know it's really hard yeah it is hard that's Uh, why i quit i'm just saying lean into it lean into it i agree you know, there was a guy I met, he was like a it's donor, cool. and he was like saying like, he's like a scientist dude, he has like all these patents and stuff, and um, super smart, super rich, uh, and uh, was like, you know, he's like, I really like theater and like performing arts because I can figure out any math problem, I can figure out any science pro- problem. He's like... I don't understand how to make art. And he just found that so wondrous. And that's what he liked about it, was that it was something that he didn't know how to do. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It, there's no, yeah. there's no like formula. And when we do yeah. get formulaic, then everyone hates it. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. Marvel movies. Those are good. Some of them. Just get up and walk out. <laughs> 
Okay, so we're dancing around this because it's awkward. We're going to talk about, uh, well, we're at home. We're at home and uh, there's a pandemic in the world and it's scary and it's sucky and lots of people are kind of fucked right now. And that sucks too. Well, it all sucks. There's nothing really good that's going on right now. Um, But how would we be exercising our platforms and our ability to have open discussions if we weren't going to talk about it? So that's what we're going to do. I don't have a lot. There's been like a shit ton of information that's being thrown at me at once. It's very overwhelming. Um, I've had like a lot of friends that have been laid off. Uh, I I had to lay off people. Uh, We had to, you know, contracts were canceled, all of the above. And it's hard. It's hard on everybody. There's a few things that I'm noticing. I'm trying to like have silver linings because what else can you do is uh, one thing that's happening that's kind of cool is uh, everybody being told to self-isolate and stay at home. There's a lot of like well, I'm going to live broadcast this or I'm going to live stream this show. So the immediate uh, uh, thing that I saw, at least through my networks, was um, I got to see a Stratford play on Sunday that I would have never seen otherwise. Yeah, they live streamed it. It was great. What was it? Elizabeth Rex. Um, My friend Ted was, uh, you know, helping. I think it was, he said students. I don't understand all the programs at Stratford, so I apologize. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it was there. Nice. So that was really cool. I mean, when am I going to see a Stratford play? I've seen one like a long time ago. Probably won't see another one anytime soon. So that was pretty neat. Um, so I've noticed like a lot of things are coming out of that. Like uh, um, Mo Williams, the guy who does that Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus book. <laughs> Like it's a kid's book. Have you seen that one? That one's the best. Yeah. Well, I know. He, I know the don't don't let the pigeon go to sleep. Yeah, he has like a series. The, he's got a the bus one is elephant the elephant and piggy too, right? Is oh yeah, him. that's right. Yeah. So he yeah. Uh, he's the resident artist at the Kennedy Center, and every day. Shut up. I didn't even know that was a thing, but that's so cool. Anyways, oh, okay. every day this week he's doing doodles for kids, and he's like showing kids how to doodle, and he's just live streaming it, and then it's on YouTube later. That's pretty sweet. Um, my sister posted something about the Cincinnati Zoo's doing a thing around like 1 p.m. every day. They're doing like a live stream. So, and then I I've been sitting in on uh, the the packed um, like sort of webinars that they're doing and the information sessions to help everybody. And they have been really helpful. It's been really really good resource. And they they are the ones who negotiate with the Canadian Actors Equity. And, uh, you know, Actors Equity was, like, willing to sort of, like, lean back on the live bro- live streaming sort of roles at this point. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. How much? I don't know. Yeah, that's great. Like, they're kind of just letting it happen. Before, okay. like, what you have to do, you had to engage Actra, which is the film and television. Yeah. And uh, so you had to basically pay them Actra rates, engage Actra hire a bunch of people, da 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 Like, we tried to do it for one show, and it was, like, one show. Not, like, recording it and, like, playing it again and again. Just doing yeah, it once yeah, yeah. was going to cost us, like, $10,000. So now it's, like, I don't know if it was, like, so much as people weren't going to get paid as much, but I think they were just going to, like, lay off on the rights. They don't want people recording it, though, and then, like, letting people watch it forever because that's a whole nother beast. But, yeah. So I thought that was really neat. 
there's a playwright. Uh, she's Korean, so I'm gonna say Young Young Jin Lee. She's also hosting a playwright uh, playwriting course. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of outreach happening that I've seen. That's cool. That uh, that's really cool that um, Stratford live streamed their show. Yeah. I, I want to see more of that. Me too. All right. Like I I want to see theaters seriously disrupt the shit out of stuff and i know it's hard and i i i it's easy for me to say it because i do have job security in this so this is very a very different experience for me than it is for a lot of people and i don't want to talk a lot through this right yeah it's well i think it's not mine i mean talking through it's like i think what's important right now because you're isolated and um you know, I had a lot of grief and a lot of depression this last weekend about it. Um, I learned the phrase anticipatory anxiety is a real thing. You know, you're like, like I spend 99% of my time doing like long-term strategic planning and to just have that like ripped out in front of you and you have to take it day by day is like pretty challenging. Um, but luckily, every you know, not luckily, but every I have a very supportive team uh, and coworkers, and and we're just working through it together. And then what I'm finding is the communities are the same. Like I'll reach out to communities of friends, and they'll be kind of in the same thing. They're like, "How are you guys managing this? What did you guys do about that?" And nobody has the answers because it's not like this is like happened before. This is a playbook. Um, but we're all just trying to make sure everybody's okay. So that's been really great. So yeah, so those are good things, I guess. Um, I guess like the hardest part is, it's just kind of, it's pretty scary and, and we don't really know what's going on. Um, but I saw this me, it was like a meme or something, or one of those things where people put like colorful backgrounds in front of text. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even remember it was like Instagram or like Facebook or whatever, <laughs> but it was like story. when you go, when you're going home today for like the next two to three weeks or whatever, um, and you binge watch like, you know, three Netflix series in like six hours. Just remember that it was the artist that you turned to for comfort. And I thought that was really great. It was it was really it was a really great way of just trying not to disregard what we're doing and who we are. This is a time where it's like, yeah, like you're gonna go home and you're gonna you're what do we keep hearing? It's like entertain your kids, entertain your kids, like keep people busy, like do this and that and we're fortunate to live in a time where like connection isn't completely cut off because we have various ways of like looking at each other in the face or computer. Uh, we had the power flicker three times, like in three minutes. And I thought, well, this would be, <laughs> this would really suck. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh... That would be a way to make it suck. Uh, no, it's true. Like where we live at an extraordinarily privileged time where something like this uh a we have the information so readily accessible and then b we have ways to actually entertain ourselves and keep ourselves like be able to oh some of us continue to work and then if not work then be entertained or connect with people and still like prioritize your health yeah if I, you, I mean hopefully you can right like i know there's people yeah. out there who can't and, but Let's blanket statements say like totally. it's a shitty time. Yeah. Like some people are yeah. like huge empathy and if you're if you're not doing well, reach out to us. 
I don't know. Like, yeah, or like I've been, I've been just like texting random friends. I mean, like, how are you doing? Because people are coping yeah. very differently, and like people I'm finding like are coping different days. Like I kind of had like a mass freak out on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then oh, yeah. and then I've had a few friends that are now having mass freakouts like Monday, Tuesday because. For me, it was, like, all the theaters closed, so, like, that was it. Like, that was my sort of, like, you know, line in the sand. And, uh, but then on Monday, it was, like, all the schools are closed, you know, like, well, in Alberta, and then it kind of, like, trickled from there, right? And I think that was, like, there's all these, like, reality checks that are hitting people at different times. So, it's, like, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm just... Yeah, I'm just texting people and like, send like, your wife and I were like sending each other dumb photos in the middle of the night, and she spilled wine all over her pillow or something, which was hilarious. <laughs> but it was like entertainment, <laughs> you know. It was like let's just make sure everybody's like, I don't know. I I think it's like kind of dumb to say like, are you okay? Like, or making sure everybody's okay. It's like, how are you managing? What's your concerns right now? Like, everybody has different concerns. Like, oh, my mom is eighty, so I'm concerned about her, or. Uh, you know, I might lose my job. I don't know how I'm going to pay rent or no, I'm actually okay. I'm just kind of getting bored or whatever. Like there's always going to be different levels, but I think just sparking that conversation with anybody is just through text or whatever is, I think is good. And it, and at least gets your mind off stuff for like a few minutes or an hour or whatever. So I, I wanted to say on this and this is, you know, again, like blanket statement of, like empathy if you're struggling I'm I am really sorry and I know that not everybody is at the same level and you know do reach out to people um but uh I'm hoping that this is a nice time to when things go back to quote-unquote normal because things will go back to normal that we don't let them go back to the normal that was before yeah right like this is an opportunity for it like it's this like, is like a reset button almost. Yeah, something like the economy. Like I, I, I had this thought, like just in general, right? Like we, there's all these tweets and all these memes about like uh, the only thing that's going to stop like something like global warming or whatever is like this mass like pandemic that's going to wipe out half the population. But we're getting the pandemic, and it's not going to wipe out half the population, right? So it's going to pause. It's going to hurt the economy. It's not. It's not. It's just not like. Right. Ho- like hopefully like people people like we have the tools at our disposal uh for people to be safe and take precautions and really limit the impact of this and if people hunker down and listen to uh uh the science behind it right listen to health authorities if if we can just hunker down for a little bit it will pass uh with very little like damage right mm-hmm. um the question is the economy right like so the 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 biggest thing is like okay so what how's this going to impact the economy and it's going to have a massive hit on the, the entire global economy and i think that that's a, a good thing and that's an opportunity for us to kind of look at like hopefully we don't try and put the economy back to what it was before and sit but instead like go okay great this was like a little <laughs> <laughs> this was a a lifeline like a, this this was like a thing that gave us that oppor- that, that that opportunity to to go to, to it put on the brakes for us because we were not putting on the brakes like we had the whole 
uh, pipeline shutdown where like there was a lot of hope that oh maybe indigenous groups will like win this one and things will turn and it did not right like it, it did not go that way at all right so there, 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 there were all these events that have been happening that the conclusion was we are not turning around we need something to like jolt us awake and we have this off again like i i don't want to minimize it right like it's an awful thing but it's the best awful thing that could happen to us in the way that it is impacting us right like our children are safe yep. our children are safe like if our children were like at risk like that can you imagine like how insane that would be like our children are safe and so we have an opportunity right now to look at society and and our economy is going to take a hit and our governments are letting our economies take a hit for the first time ever and they're saying yeah this is a good thing for our economies to take a hit for this and so for us to come out of this and not and say let's not go back to that norm like what arts organizations let's not go back to that norm Let, let's use this moment and let's create a new norm mm. let's create a new like this is this is the role of theater artists in the 21st century this is the world that the role theater artists are going to take in 20, 20 21 2020 2021 right like w like if if we can look at the tools that we have and start saying this is the kind of world that we can be having and use this moment to do that, then then that's great, right? Like I wanna see more people like like I wanna see people like theater companies take a like put on their shows with like two hundred cell phones in the audience filming the show and, and and broadcasting that, right? Like Yeah, and be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, what well, like what's gonna happen? They're gonna get shut down? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it's funny because like you know prior to this too like you'd hear sort of like history lessons and this and that about like um, you know like oh like World War Two brought out like blah 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 technology or this medicine and da 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 and like that's hard to hear but I wasn't a part of it <laughs> but it's hard to hear because you're like why can't good things bring out. Yeah, yeah. Good thing. Why do you have to have a shitty thing like a war yeah, too? Yeah, like why does why does distraction and negativity and pan like things that are beyond control, I guess. Beyond human control. More or less. Um cause inspiration. You know, I don't know if you saw that video of all those like Italians like singing out their balcony. Yeah. Like that was yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Like that was, and that's art, man. Like that's, yeah, yeah. Like that was beautiful, and that was connection, is what that was. I I don't want a blanket statement and say it's art. That was connection. That was belonging. That was people who, you know, hadn't left their place in a while and just needed something, and they were connecting through song, and that's that's but important. But but I I do think you can say that's art, right? Like I, I because that's what art does. It art connects people. Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing. Like that's the point. Like that when when we're talking about the value of art, yet yeah, like last episode. Like that's the point. Is that like how do you how do you measure the impact of that connection for that neighborhood uh, at all? Right. Like you, you you can measure the impact that 
the coronavirus has had or uh, what is it called COVID-19 has had in that neighborhood you can say like this many cases and this many people like have recovered you can't quantify I know th- that song yeah you and can't, you know what but, like, like what I thought was really great was um, I've talked about them before but TRG Arts is actually doing like a series of roundtables where their main question is like and, and, and they're doing roundtables in response to, to COVID-19 and their question is is like what's your biggest question and like what do you think we should start measuring and they're the ones to do it man like they have all the data and they have all the ways to measure that data and they have all the creativity to think of things to look for and that was my that was one of my questions it was like well how can we start how can we take this and show how this like how arts actually help people through a hard time and actually like show like just be like hey you know, government. <laughs> Look at how much this benefited people. Why wouldn't you want to invest in this? Or, and then my other, yeah. the other end of it too is I was, you know, instead of just being like, because right now I've been given like a couple um, forms and surveys because the there's a lot of um, art service organizations which thank God they're doing this that are trying to measure the financial impact of all the organizations. So they're just everybody's like tossing out these like. Uh, Google Docs that they want like all the companies to fill in so that they can go to the government and be like look at all this loss but I, I'm also thinking beyond that too like like that's important because hopefully you know there's going to be some form of relief but what else could we measure like what what could we measure during this time that would help us even more in the long run is that a rhetorical question or are you actually asking yeah both <laughs> Like it's, and this is the thing that always blows my mind about TRG is that they're not only are they able to measure these things, they're creative enough to think of the questions and the answers. Like sometimes they're like, Hey, we figured this out through data. And I'm like, how did you even think to look for that in the first place? Like it's, it's, it's so cool. Is that SEO? Did I just figure out what SEO is? (laughs) 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 No, unfortunately SEO is much easier. God damn it. Like we talked about this, right? Like I don't I don't think that we ever like published this episode, but I remember like I think it was the last day that you that we recorded when you were still here. I had just listened to a revisionist history episode and I was like, you know what? One day one day they're gonna find a way to quantify chemistry, right? Because sports teams are looking for it. And Wait, then was I was this like, that whole bullshit about like people's hearts sinking in the theater? <laughs> No, I no, saw that, that was for World Theater Day. Oh. That's great. What are you talking about? That's great. I don't know. <laughs> Why is that bullshit? I don't know what that means. Okay, it's cool. So then what? I like it. I don't know. It, it's a physiological reaction to something that you would think is not qualified. That's that's one of those quali- quantifiable things. I guess things. so, but I'm like, who's like measuring really that? Act. And what does that mean? Like, what does it mean? So first of all, what does it mean when everybody's heart sinks? Does that mean that they're all in love? Does that mean that the show is good or bad? Like a bond? Like, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's a bond. Like, I think that the point is that there's a bond that's created. Right, but, like, who measured that? Like, what theater was I sitting in one day when all of a sudden they were, like, measuring, like, my fucking heart rate? Oh, you didn't? Oh, yeah, that's awkward. They, they've been they've been doing that last couple of years. No, if there's a research, if there's research happening, you know that it's happening. <laughs> No, no. The point was... Uh, what show Malcolm was it? Anyways, sorry. Oh, that they were measuring? I don't know. Like I'm ranting. Like, don't, Go back to what you were talking yeah. about. 
I mean, you can look, you can read the actual scientific report and then be like, ah, this methodology is suspect if you want. I'm not going to take a scientist on with that. All right. Um, my point is Malcolm Gladwell. Yes. Malcolm Gladwell was like interested in like basketball sports. And yeah. I, that's something that I've always thought is a neat like parallel with theater, right? Is, is sports. Like, so like line mates will have like this odd chemistry and then suddenly it will be gone. Right. And I, in our last recording, when you were in Langley or in wherever you live, um, I said to you, I think I, I feel like one day they're going to develop a way to measure like chemistry. Like they're going to do it for sports, but we can use it like for like theater. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, and then you what like that? cast I people Were you that talking have about that with chemistry. actors or with like audience. Yeah. No, with actors. Oh. Then because then when you're casting, you're, you want people that have chemistry. So if oh, you that have would like suck as an actor, wouldn't it? If or you have actual. No, it'd be good. Like if you, if you can if you can actually quantify rather than it being like on the on the director's whim where the director's like i like i like how these two people feel together you actually like have like like actual points they're like oh these are the things that we want to be looking for you you've got an eqg monitor and you're like oh these two people like are like like off the charts in terms of i did a cheek swab and and i'm gonna cast these people Yeah, I, they may, don't even have to do a monologue for me right now. <laughs> maybe it's biology. I don't. I don't feel like it'd be biology. I feel like it'd be, but maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. I Who feel like there's what, a lot of downside to happen. that, though. Too. There's got to be a downside. Yeah, <laughs> like any time that you measure something and that you like. Well, because then you're gonna be like go in the same it. play with like the same person all the time. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? I don't know. Maybe you want to like, like if, try something new. If you work, no, for sure. I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't like ever like. I think that like. Like developing that with somebody and then having like that, that both the comfort and the knowledge like of like, it, 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 oh, it's so many things like, right. It, it, it's the comfort yeah. of, I know this person, like I, I know how this person is going to be. It's the knowledge of, I, I trust this person entirely. Like they've got their shit down. Like I, like I can rely on them if they, if they flub an entrance, like they're going to work hard to like figure it out right like i'm not stuck out there by myself like this person like we're gonna work together no matter what yeah right uh you have that and then and then there's just the the i don't know like it's 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 i love it i think it's fantastic i think i think that like i actually don't like i don't have chemistry with anyone (laughs) so i have no idea but i don't even think that's chemistry i think that's once you work well with people like keep working like there's no reason like to like shuffle shuffle it just for the sake of like "Ah, i'm gonna work with somebody else now like if you work well with people and you have the ability to like keep on working with people that you work well with keep working with people that you work well with right i just move all the time so yeah you move all yeah i mean it doesn't work fuck shit up still doing a podcast it's like, is that why? Okay, so like, let's say like, let's say this technology exists. I don't even know why I mentioned this. I don't to know begin why with, either, but now I'm gonna but, now I'm going down yeah, the yeah, rabbit yeah. hole. Because you and Janine are like in plays together a lot, so would you and Janine be like, if I was looking at like, I didn't audition anybody, I just look at their like chemistry records. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, like, oh, Tom and Janine are very, they're both purple. So I'm going to put them in the purple category. And then this person is this. Okay, this person matches up. It's like that, like, 23andMe shit. Yeah, no, I feel like the shitty part, I feel like, see, I feel like the shitty part would be, like, 
what will happen with data on for sure <laughs> what will always happen with data is so t- like Janine and I work really well together mm-hmm. but then like at auditions like like I will match well with somebody completely different but I'm like no like f- like for real like Janine and I will work will will do these have you done that like you said that really in an well. audition no oh. absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just saying like I will not work with this blonde girl. I will only work with this redhead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that that's that's the downside of it. What is that like, like experience with somebody, right? Like, yeah, it is what will be lost, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I, I like we're we're talking about like speculative technology, it's right? Going to happen because here's the other thing that's going on right now. People have time to just deal with their thoughts. Deal with their skeletons, you know, do paperwork that they've been putting off for like six months. Their taxes. Their taxes. I haven't done my taxes yet. It's fine. People have time. So it's like, okay. And also, here's the thing about having extra time. Because this was me, and I do this every time. And today I went, fuck it. I was like, ooh, like, I don't know if you saw this thing going around on Facebook where people were like, here's like a list of all of the free courses you can take from Ivy League schools online. And I was like, neat. And I like looked at it and I'm like, this class looks cool. Maybe I'll take like a random science class because I've never done science before. Or like, here's a history class that I would have never picked, but now I have all the time. And then I was like, why am I putting this pressure on myself? This is the gift of chilling with my family, getting my work done, doing my taxes sharing my office with my husband even though it's like eight by 12 (laughs) it's a shower don't here's here's two things that i'm like okay that like don't stress yourself out and like feeling like you need to accomplish like a hundred thousand things unless you start getting bored then maybe yeah like take on a project or whatever yeah two stop shaming people holy shit like what I'm really liking is, to be honest, I feel like the the positivity is outweighing the like shaming factor. But that's I I I feel like that's gonna shift. It's like there's the blame game going on. Like people being like, I saw you out at like you know at Walmart with your three kids and you were hugging and the kids were licking the floor and blah 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 like whatever. And I was just like, can we all just like calm the fuck down like. One, you don't know where that person gets their information. Two, you don't know that person's, like, home situation. Like, I get it. Like, we should all try and stay home. People are doing their best. Maybe their situations. Maybe they're ignorant. Maybe they're not. May- whatever. There's just things. Yeah, you have no idea. You have but no idea. blaming other people isn't going to solve anything. Here, well, like, and, how about and inspiring and other people? You know? Like, yeah. I was really inspired by, like, I was getting this, like, shit ton of, like, um, posts by healthcare workers that were saying, hey, like this one lady was like, uh, she was in the States and she said, I just made the difficult decision today that because my husband's a doctor and he's treating COVID-19 people, he has to live in the garage now for the next, I don't know how long, months? Because we have a newborn child and like two two young children. My husband's not going to hug my children for the next long time because he's taking care of other people who have this disease. And then I get really frustrated when I see people like 
posting stuff about them being in bars or setting up play dates with their kids or blah, 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 blah. Like there was all these things. And I was, that, that hit me really hard. And that's, I was just like, wow, like these people are sacrificing their families to like help other people. And what they're seeing on the other side is just people that are saying it's not a big deal. You know, and that's that's hard. That's hard to see. That's very truthful. I think that for me, I was like, all right, yep, I get it now. So that's why we were like, let's just keep everybody home and we'll go from there. I can't imagine. Can you imagine like living in your garage next to your family and not being able to go near them? Like, that's a nightmare. Amen. But these people are sacrificing themselves to like help others, so... Let's flatten that curve, you know? All right, things you want to see? What? Is there anything you want to see? See. See from people? I want to see, uh, I want to see people put on a play. I just want to... Put wanna, on a play. I, I, you know what I'm really enjoying? Like, um, my friend right now is doing an online St. Patrick's Day party. <laughs> Um, I just got a second request because I used to do digital drinks with my friends from Banff Center and now they're and then it kind of like died because I was probably pushing them too hard because <laughs> I like seeing everybody. But now people are doing that. So I'm like, I like this stuff. Let's just keep doing like random FaceTime drinks with our friends. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I want to see people put on plays. Yeah. Put on a play with like six people live stream it yeah Here, and put it on giving me enough notice so that i know that it's on because <laughs> i keep going keep putting it oh on. shit i just missed that one <laughs> yeah but it's still on youtube make it available still on youtube here's the other thing so i wrote a i wrote a post about this uh and, and, and i was thinking about it right like so i wrote a post about like how artists should um promote themselves oh i saw that it looks and like good. my intro like i kind of made sense of it for the first time right like you look at YouTube artists who are m- making an actual living out of doing YouTube, right? And what are they doing is they're telling stories that are compelling to their to an audience, right? Like that's our shit. That's our fucking shit. We can share like, get it. Get your Tom. hands. We can share no. it, Tom. No, sure, we can share it, but we're not sharing it right now. They're just doing it, right? Right. So theater artists, that's your fucking shit. Like yeah. don't surrender the digital space get in it yeah have a youtube channel practice your craft over youtube this is like like the digital sphere grow an audience build an audience grow an audience nurture an audience use this time to nurture your craft reach out to people like to do do a reading of like if you're a playwright like create a fucking youtube channel Get some of your friends together. Create a reading of your 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 plays. Like I, I I don't know. Like just just figure it out. Like look at YouTube channels that that are really popular that are working. And then this is our space. This is this is what we do, right? We've just ascribed to to a, a scarcity mentality and to the fact that the only way that we're theater artists is if it happens in a building with an audience and seats that fold that are very uncomfortable you can still have like a live interactive feature with the internet yeah (laughs) build your fucking audience yeah or you know just make yourself happy right now like that's it's super hard and it's like just find find the little things 
So let's let's think of another happy thing to say after this because I'm gonna bum us out real quick. Oh no! Um, after this is over, uh, I think things are gonna get really shitty. I think that like it's gonna like we're probably going to get quite uh, xenophobic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a lot of governments in power right now that have risen to power off of xenophobic sentiments and turning people against each other. I think we're going to get agoraphobic too because it's not going to be like all of a sudden like, oh, we can go out again. Great. Now I'm going to sit in a room with 500 people. I don't think so. I, but even that will be like about the people. Like, so I think we have to be careful about it. I, like, are, I, I think we have to be. Do you think we're going to be, like, when you say we're going to be xenophobic, like, right now, like, there's, like, a lot of racism going on, on against yeah. Chinese people. But do you think we're going to just yeah. be, like, is there such thing as being, like, xenophobic against someone who, like, coughs in public? Uh, I, I I think you can be, like, a mis- misanthropic or, like, uh, just kind of an asshole mm-hmm. in in public. Uh, I'm I'm concerned about, like, the, the racism that's gonna happen well, that's out of like that. that's already happening though oh for sure for sure for sure for sure but we're, we're we're kind of scared for ourselves right now so i think that like yes it is happening and we should be shutting it down i'm very concerned about what happens when it's kind of quote-unquote cleared yeah and uh, it's already like there's already all these posts about like how gen xers are like doing a better job at like <laughs> at like that's bullshit <laughs> And shut I'm like, that what shit the down fuck too. What does that mean? Like, like, shut it all down. Like, like the the shitting on millennials, the shitting on Gen Xers. No, just no, they're shut praising Gen Xers about this because no, apparently Gen both. Xers are like good at like isolating themselves. And I was like, oh, there's, anybody's there's good at isolating it. themselves. It just depends on the person. But there's a U.S. there's a U.S. election happening. Oh and my god! Yeah. Like we're we're hoping that this is going to be done like in a couple of months if everybody does their part, right? Um. It's awful if it's still happening in November, but that's probably the best thing for the U.S. election. But there's a U.S. election happening, and this is gonna be very, very shitty. Like, I, like, I, how could somebody like Donald Trump not be using this, right? So I think that like that's the other thing for us to be careful about is to watch out for is like this societal tendency that's going to go towards. Uh, racism after this and and just kind of allowing it just right like we're not going to be comfortable oh we're not comfortable with it but I'm kind of like I'm not going to really call it out right like like there there has to be like the systematic shutting down of that shit <laughs> right like just be ready for it every time obviously every time you see it now like shut it down I'm that's what I'm worried about right now yeah as well is what's going to happen I think then. like in this very moment though uh, yes, people I, are coming together. Yes, and that, I agree and with just, you in terms of like the long term thinking about the, yeah. the the possible negativities that can come out of this, and, and the pro- and unfortunately the probable negativities. The one thing that I uh, let's create those bonds right now, right? Like where people are coming together. People and do great, have let's bonds. Like, There's also them- a lot of like interesting like ways of um, people are grieving in interesting ways too, where I'm noticing a lot of anger right off the bat and a lot of like my situation is shittier than yours kind of attitude um so i'm owed more than you are and that's already happening with some people and i'm finding like and and it's it's tricky because i think that it's okay to feel that way if that's part of a grieving process but i just think that we just need to be careful in terms of like how we portray that outwardly and 
And I think like what's really important to like what I've been reminding myself, like no matter how shitty I feel, no matter how depressed I am, I've just been going like everybody's here right now. And that doesn't make me feel better. That just makes me check myself, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And that's important, right? Like everybody's here. Donald Trump is here too. Uh, And as we all know, the oil people are the ones that are hardest hit. Uh, Okay. We need a, we need a happy way to end this because it got, Sad. Happy way, yeah. happy way, happy way, happy way. I'm usually like, this is the hard thing, and I think my colleagues have noticed this. I'm usually like the like uh, obnoxiously optimistic one about certain situations, and that has yeah. not been the case since Thursday. Oh. However, I, f- I feel like you should chat with me more. Okay, that's fine. That's probably why. Okay. Uh, happy note. Word. I just got an invite from my wonderful friends from my Banff cohort, and they want to set up a Zoom tomorrow just to talk about shit. Because we actually set up one kind of like last minute last Saturday, like Saturday night. I can't remember. I I I messaged them all and just said, "Dudes, not dudes, people. I'm." feeling super shitty like super depressed does anyone want to just chat tonight and my one of my bffs like just was like i'm setting up a zoom and then he did it and then like five of us came on and it was great it was distracting you know people talked about their problems to people talked about their non-problems and it was like a really great way to connect so i am grateful and happy for our technology abilities to connect easily with our buds and i'm going to continue to use them uh, that makes me think of uh, another hopeful way to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the, the way artists, theater artists, I'm maybe artists in general, I don't know. The way art, theater artists have been proactive about reaching out and creating these Zooms is pretty special. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't, I, I, I live in two worlds. Uh, right like I'm sort of theater adjacent so I I have enough contact with theater to see that a lot of people are doing this a lot of people are creating these opportunities and and generating these conversations and creating these zooms where they get to where where they invite people to come and talk and 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 have a space uh, to process this stuff and then I live in another world Uh, it's an it's an agency world which is like one of the most progressive, forward-thinking worlds of of, of, of the quote-unquote real of the world, right? The the real world, uh, and there's none of that. Hmm. You're on your own. Hmm. Like there's no checking in. There's no like you work, and then you've got your life on the side, right? There's that's that's it, right? So I I, I think that that is special, and that yeah. is uh, something for us to be proud of as a community but also something that we can also continue to bring to the rest of the community because people are are needing it yeah people are are looking for that meaning and that connection and people to be like hey, are you okay yeah here's here's something to think about or not to think about yeah and just and checking in doesn't have to be like a text that says are you okay it can just be like hey what are you up to right now Hey, look yeah, at this stupid gif. Have, hey, I just saw Stephen. I just saw Stephen Colbert do his entire opening monologue in his bathtub. Awesome. Like that's what I've been doing the last few days. That's what we're doing right now, by the way. Yeah, bro. We're in our bathtubs. Do you want to do that on Friday? Yeah. That'd be awkward. <laughs> that'll be the live um, broadcast. <laughs> that'll be the weirdest sound you'll ever like in a world. Thanks for joining us. 
on a very odd missed cues. It's a very odd time in our world. I hope that you're with people that you care about. I hope that you're washing your hands. I hope that if you're feeling a little bit lonely, reach out to anybody and just doesn't have to be anything. It can just be distracting. Reach out to us. What the fuck? Like, yeah, dude. I, I almost said it a couple times, but I was like, I don't know. Can I say this? Yeah. Like, fucking reach out to us. Like, whatever. I'll, I'll talk for to you. anything. It doesn't have to yeah, be about our for podcast. Sure. It can be about if anything. You don't, have any, you don't have anybody to talk to? Fucking reach out to us. Reach out. Uh, we're, Andrew, we're on- who is the other person <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> and Jason. <laughs> uh, no, for, for reals. Uh, no, I don't have absolutely. to know you. You can reach out to me. No, and man, we can talk for about sure. Whatever. I mean, if you're going to start being like weird and negative and racist, then I might just ignore you. But if you want to just be distracted for 20 minutes on Twitter, I'm in. Facebook Messenger? Do it. What ifs? I'm in. Tom's in. Anyway, this is our sign-off. Stay frosty, San Diego. Oh, that was awful. I'm really upset right now. That you- <laughs> Did I say that? That's <laughs> so dated. Of all the things that I've said... <laughs> That was like such a Gen X thing to say. This is, this is the <laughs> one that broke you? I'm glad I found my edge. Oh.